Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. So glad to have you with us today. My name is Vince Parker. I'm your host. And with me is our co-host, Mr. James Meehan. James, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Excited to be here. James, I need you to know, one of my favorite things I get to do is do things like this with you, man. It just feels like a special moment. It's me, you, get to hang out, talk to some leaders. You know, I just want to let you know that from the bottom of my heart. Dang, okay, Vince. I appreciate that, man. I uh, I love it, too. It's a blast. Well, you know, it's good stuff, man. Any new exciting news in your life? Anything new going on? Um. Well, by the time that this goes live, I will probably be home with my first son, Quattro, just, you know, doing the dad life. Okay. Taking some time off with little Quattro. Okay. Oh, yeah. You better believe it. That's good. Are you going for like a full like year? Like 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 a full year off or like? Oh, yeah. You know? Well, basically the plan is take a full year off. So that by the time he's one, he's memorized all four Gospels. Wow. I, that's a good goal. I've never heard <laughs> anyone quite have that goal. But I need to know. That's next level. So in this first <laughs> year of life, will he have time to say, do anything else, like maybe sleep or eat or? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like he will eat, sleep, poop, memorize the Gospels. Okay, poop is important. I guess if you eat, you must poop. That's important. Would there be any like playtime, like any rattlers or any like baby infant toys that he'll get to hang out with? Oh, I mean, we'll make all sorts of games out of memorizing you know the all four gospel accounts so it we'll, we'll figure out how to make it fun so the focus after one year isn't that he can talk or use the bathroom on his own or even walk or roll over but that he knows all four gospels <laughs> i mean listen i have not run this plan by my wife and so everything that i said here probably can and will be used against me and so what'll probably end up happening is i will just follow her lead Okay. All right. Well, you folks, you've heard it here. The plan from James is to have his child Quattro memorize the f- all four Gospels. Yep. And it's probably going to get vetoed. So, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Shout out to Mandy Meehan for being mom of the year. Well, absolutely. James, let's go ahead and just dive right into what this episode's all about. Uh, and here at Switch, we have some axioms that we kind of go by, things that we say, yep. hey, this is kind of the core of who we are. And the one we're going to talk about this week is this. We lead people to their next steps, starting with ourselves. Come on. Uh, Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says this. And let us consider how we may spur on one another toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Come on. Man, I think that's so awesome, James. When you hear that, what do you think, man? What kind of rose to that brain of yours? Yeah, honestly, it just brings me back to the heart of what it means to be a disciple, right? The idea that as a follower of Jesus, we are called to actually follow Jesus, (laughs) right? And I think that in order to follow Jesus, we have to follow in his footsteps. And this idea of we, uh, you know, take these steps to grow and become who God has created us to be, these next steps that we lead others to take. And we also take 
uh, I think is so core to the idea of being formed into the image of Christ for the sake of others. This is how we defined discipleship last, uh, gosh, I guess it would have been November um, for our Switch students. The idea that as followers of Jesus, a part of this journey we find ourselves on is the journey of becoming people who look like Jesus, becoming people who talk like Jesus, becoming people who walk like Jesus. And we actually can't do that by sitting on our hands <laughs> and just, you know, thinking positive thoughts about it. We actually have to put in the work to love others, to serve others, to forgive others in the same way that Jesus has forgiven us. That's good. So what you're telling me here is this, is I can't simply just point to Jesus and try to get kids to a place that I'm not at, but I must actually follow and walk towards Jesus with them. Absolutely. That's such a good way to put it. I mean, even when you look at the way that Jesus interacted with his first followers in the Gospels, right? He didn't say to Peter or to James and John while they're fishing, he didn't say, hey, look over there. That's where God is. He said, come and follow me. And then at the end of Jesus's ministry in the Great Commission, he says, therefore, go make disciples of all nations. And so what Jesus is saying is, hey, the same thing that I've been doing for you these last three years, I need you to go and do for others. Well, that, that's good. So let me, let me ask you this, man. We love a, a switch leader that comes in, that they're dedicated, that they're calling students and texting them and hanging out with them outside of switch. But what if I did all that, but every night I went home and yelled at my kids and my wife? Is that a good thing to do? <laughs> I mean, I think that's probably not a great thing to do, right? Because the idea of being a follower of Jesus isn't just something we do when we're at church. It's not just something we do when we're wearing our Switch Leader shirt. It literally has to be a part of who we are. Because Jesus didn't say, hey, you need to love the Lord your God with, you know, three hours on Wednesday night or with an hour on Sunday or, you know, whenever you're out in public or whenever you're out at church. No, he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So literally, God doesn't just want part of you. He wants all of you. And if we are presenting ourselves in one way at church and then another way to our family, then we're absolutely missing the heart of the transformation that God wants for us to become the kind of people that can love everybody, enemies included, the same way that God has loved us. And every time we lack integrity, integrity meaning that we're the same person everywhere to everyone, what we're doing is we're actually choosing to turn our backs on the calling that God has for us. Awesome. I think that's, I think that's great. Now, when we talk about leading the next steps, and it starts with us, so when we encourage a student to read their Bible on a regular basis or to begin tithing or baptism, uh, how, how does that start with us? Does that mean that like, if we're encouraging them to read their Bible, we should be reading our Bible too? Like walk us through what that means. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the heart of it. It's the idea of, you know, in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, the apostle Paul is writing and he says, follow my example as I follow Christ. Follow my example as I follow Christ. And in 1 John 2, 6, John says, uh, whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And I think they're trying to get this point across that for those of us who consider ourselves followers of Jesus, people should be able to just follow our example and maybe never even hear the words we say. And if they just watched how we lived, that would lead them closer to Jesus. And so if I believe that reading the Bible is an important step for my students to take, then I'm going to start 
reading the Bible on my own because I'm not going to tell them, hey, go do this thing if I'm not willing to do that thing. That is the definition of lacking integrity, telling somebody, hey, you go do this, but I'm not going to do that thing. And so whether it's reading your Bible, whether it's tithing, whether it's serving, whether it's loving others, forgiving people who have hurt you, choosing to give God your very best in worship, whatever that looks like, living in community, right? I'm going to make sure that I'm not just telling people what to do, but I'm actually living that out myself because I know that my ability to lead others will be enhanced exponentially if I'm actually doing those things. One of the things I've heard it said is this idea that authority is born from integrity. Authority is born from integrity. So if you want to be a leader that people want to follow, you've got to be a leader who lives with integrity. That's so good. That is so good. So let me ask you this, James. Is there ever a point in our walk with Christ that we're done on this journey, that we're stopped taking next steps because I am serving and I am giving and I'm reading my Bible? Is there's like, is there some point of I've just reached it all and there's nothing further for me to do or go? <laughs> I mean, uh, not that I've seen, you know, maybe, maybe somebody has achieved full perfection and sanctification and maybe they've arrived, but I think that for the vast majority of us, that journey will never end. You know, I think one of the beautiful things about God is this idea that God's ways, his thoughts are so much higher than our thoughts. God is infinite and we are finite. And what that means is that God is infinitely knowable. There are always more things we can learn about God. And in so doing, there are more things we can learn about what it means to be his people and how we're called to live and represent him. And so I know for me, you know, seven years into this journey of following Jesus, I still have a long way to go to become the person that God's called me to be. And so instead of slowing down, I just want to keep speeding up year after year after year. Now, maybe somebody out there, you've arrived, you're fully sanctified, you never sin, you're never tempted. Like maybe that's you, um, but I really don't think that's the case. <laughs> I think there was one perfect person and uh, that was Jesus. And so I'm just going to follow him wherever he goes. That's awesome. One perfect person, that was Jesus. That's so true. I tell you what, what if it's, is it okay that we're not necessarily all have the same next steps? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think it's interesting to think about the way that Jesus spoke to the different people all throughout the Gospels. And yeah, there were a lot of similar themes in many of the conversations Jesus had with people. But for a lot of those different people, the exact thing that Jesus told them to go do was different depending on what that person needed, right? So maybe you, as you're listening to this as a leader, maybe you're in a place where you're super invested serving, you're attending church regularly, you're choosing to trust God in your finances, you live in community with a great life group, but maybe you have a really hard time being consistent in God's word And maybe for you, that's the next step that you need to take. You know, maybe for some of you, you don't have great community and you need to get involved in a life group. For others of you, maybe you haven't taken the step to trust God with your finances. What is true for all of us is that there is a next step no matter where we are in our journey. Now, that next step is going to be different depending on where we are in that journey. And the same is true for our students. There are going to be some of your students who, man, they're showing up to switch every single week. They're serving on the weekend. They're inviting their friends, but they still don't know how to read the Bible. Or maybe they go home from switch and they're cussing out their parents. 
or maybe they show up to school the next day and they're just completely disengaged. They got their feet on the table and they're not even giving their best to what's in front of them there. Right? All of our students have a next step. And sometimes it will be getting baptized or serving or reading their Bible. Other times it will be, hey, stop beating the snot out of your little brother. Or, hey, choose to honor your parents and be thankful for the things that they've given you. Or, hey, you should probably start doing your homework or you're going to flunk this class and have to repeat the grade. Like all of our students have a next step. And sometimes those next steps can look really, really practical. It may not quite seem as spiritual as others, but all of those steps, I believe, if they're good and if they're true, are going to bring us closer to Jesus. What I love there, James, is the way you describe those next steps. In other words, some of them are giant leaps. Absolutely. Right? Like some of them are like, oh my goodness, I've got to trust God with my finances. I'm living check to check already. Right. And some of them are, are baby steps. Like, yes. just stop beating the snot out of your little brother. <laughs> right. Right. You know, and, and I think the key to all this is, is that we need to learn to celebrate these next steps. Mm, that's good. Right. And I think that actually starts with us in our own life. Come on, Vince. Right. Like, I, I think we need to begin to realize like, hey, oh, I, I haven't been consistent in reading my word for over a year. Yeah. You know what? This week I did seven days in a row. Come on. I celebrate that. I said, Come on. God, thanks for that. And you should maybe go out and buy yourself an orange Gatorade and celebrate with that. Let's I, go. Right? But I think when we can begin to celebrate the small things in our own lives, because they actually lead to bigger things in our life, that we can help students celebrate those things in their own lives as well. 100%. That's so good. Well, James, anything you want to add before we wrap up today's podcast? Anything you want to share? Stock market tips you want to give or anything like that? <laughs> uh, no, my encouragement would just be this, that as you follow Jesus, so your students will follow you. And so continue to lead your students to their next steps, but make sure you start with yourself because through you following Jesus personally, you're going to encourage and you're going to challenge and you're going to inspire your students to do the same because authority comes from integrity. Well, James, thank you so much. And to all the Switch leaders out there, we love you. We appreciate all that you do. And we thank you for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast where you may not get stock market tips, but our hope and prayer is that you become the best leader, the best human, the best husband and wife, spouse that you can be. And thank you for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.